0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly podcast for parents of challenging children with your host, Angela Sunes, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela interviews an individual or professional within the mental health community. I wanted to talk a little bit today about pets and mental health. Uh, we have in our house, he's still alive, he's an old guy now. He's 14 years old, and it's a sheep dog, little white guy, and he has been a therapy dog uh, in this household for as long as he's been living with us. He um, wouldn't leave Christina's side. She would go through periods of uh, Great Depression. Um, There was one particular summer, she actually didn't get up much to do anything, uh, and he would not leave her side. I know he feels that when somebody in this house is anxious or is having a difficult time. And as I say, he was Christina's best friend for many, many years. Kept her company through some really low uh, points and has kept us um, all in a very uh, loving state of mind because he's such a very loving uh, little dog. So we call him the therapy dog. His name is Scrapper. I wanted to talk a little bit more about that because in certain circumstances, pets do certain things. So, I got this from the Mental Health Foundation um, of the the UK, Uh, it's mentalhealth.org.uk and this is the article, it's called Pets and Mental Health. So let me um, paraphrase here for um, certain aspects of mental health that pets can help for specifically. So there's one here that they list as uh, depression. Pets are a great motivator for people, dogs especially, are great at encouraging owners to get exercise. And this can be beneficial for those suffering from depression. Pets can also have a calming effect on their owner just by stroking. Sitting next to or playing with a pet can give an owner a chance to relax and calm their minds. They have pets and children with ADHD. They have a blurb here I'm going to read. Children with ADHD can benefit from working and keeping a pet. Taking charge of jobs on a pet care schedule, such as feeding Walking and bathing helps a child learn to plan and be responsible. Pets need to play, and playing with a pet is a great way to release excess energy. Your child can burn off energy walking a dog or running around with a kitten, making them more relaxed later in the day and calmer at night. Fresh air and good circulation from heroic exercise increases oxygen-filled blood flow to a child's brain, therefore increasing their ability to concentrate. And the last little section here I wanted to bring to your attention is pets and autism. Sensory issues are common among children with autism. Sensory integration activities are designed to help them get used to the way something feels against their skin or how it smells or sounds. Dogs and horses have both been used for this purpose. Children with autism often find it common to work with them. So let me introduce you to our next guest. Her name is Maria. She's a, a wonderful friend of mine. Um, She has been uh, helpful uh, as well uh, with my entire family at one way or another, and um, she's just a a very kind, very genuine, very loving spiritual soul, and I want to welcome her to the program. She's going to be talking to us about her daughter. Um, We're picking up where we left off. Her daughter at this point uh, is 16 years old. If you need more background than that, if you want to hear a little bit more of the story, Go check out the podcast before this one. So without further ado, uh, a wonderful, uh, a spectacular uh, human being coming right up here. And thank you so much for sharing. Here's Maria. We left off when she was about 16. Yes. When she was 16. So um, can you give me a little bit of what happened
1: after that? Um, Okay. Since she was uh, about 12... I, I started moving all the resources in the community, and community living it was very helpful. And I, t- I, I put everything in place for her for when she was turning eighteen to have um, a disability. Uh, and maybe an apartment like disability help help yeah. financial help from the, help from mm-hmm. the government mm-hmm. uh, all this I started doing it since she was 12 and doing all this uh, they they were very helpful if uh, if she wanted to have uh, if I wanted to have a respite uh, they provided too and doing this sometimes uh, I, we accumulated the money and sent her in a camp in uh, for for ment for kids with mental health issues, and also you suggest for me at one time the Winston uh, mm-hmm. camp that mm-hmm. it was
0: for. Sorry, it's called it's called uh, Camp Winston, and it was um, a place where one of our other contributors had uh, their son going for a period of time, and I had the occasion once um, she needed a hand. So I went to pick up her son at Camp Winston. And it is a very unusual uh, camp and run by some really amazing people. And that's all they do is uh, run this camp on weekends for kids. Uh, They run it a bit like a group home. And it's for uh, respite care for parents who are struggling with their kids who have uh, mental health uh, challenges. So, So yeah, you
1: saved up and she went for part of the summer, did she, Maria? Uh, she, she, she was having weekends with okay. other kids, with, uh, we, we put together five girls uh, in Ontario that um, have Asperger's because it's, uh, this is more common in boys than in girls. But we gathered in the community and I talked with all the parents and we, it was weekends that all the girls were in my house, so uh, all the girls go to another house, so they go together to camp with And later on, uh, and I went to, in Toronto, and they uh, suggest a camp for her, it is for children with mental illness. And um uh, she was there she, the first summer, and it's uh, they. It's, it's very incredible. It's like Camp Kodiak mm. but this is uh, run by by the government, and it was incredible. She spent the whole, the whole summer there. It, it's an incredible thing, and I did all this through community living. And what is the other thing? In like a basically community living. Uh, a mental health association, I have lots of help. And another time I went to a therapist and we went, and it's what she suggests that we were in the first, in the same page with the, the education to her and, and the behavioral problems and everything. she she suggests that we separate. And that was well, did, the first thing
0: it came. I, I think it came to a point, though, where things at home were very, um, what's the word? I don't even, I don't want to use a, a word. Unbearable? That's unbearable, yeah. It was very, very difficult, um, I think, specifically for you, because it had turned uh, physical as well as mental and verbal. Um, and I,
1: is that when they made that call? Oh Well, uh, no. Uh, that was... You know, after that, it, it, it was a turning point that I was I was trying to get out of the house. I, 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 I put in many things for her, but she didn't want to do certain things as she was growing up. So one day, um, her dad dropped her at home and I was out there. And I remember it was a big fire because I have a pair of earphones that her dad lent to me and she said they were hers and it, it she started escalating and I went to my bedroom but we didn't have locks or anything in the in, in the doors. And she started uh, punching the door and everything and and making labels calling me because I have a glass of wine that I was a drunk, that was a the word, everything. Mm. And and my brother called me at the time and he said that what is happening is abusive. Uh, I want you to call the police. My brother at the time was in Calgary and he couldn't be there at the moment. So he said to me, call the police. And I said, I called the police, but I didn't call the 911. I called and I said, I wanted to take this place if something happened to me. I wanted to let you know that my daughter is Asperger's and she's having um and outwards, mm-hmm. and the police woman who was listening in the background and she said, "Are you crazy? I'm going to send a car right now." Mm-hmm. And when when she heard that the police was coming, she went and right on her arm, thanks, mom, with a with a needle, or with a paper clip or something. Okay, I'm sorry. That's hard. That's I- awful. I know, but they did Living even in that community that the fight girls, some of them, they, they, they self mutilate. It was another one that take the eyebrows out and, and eyelashes. Uh-huh. And it, so, so I was saying, well, this is the, the way she's showing her things. The other one, they are quiet, but they are doing other things. And but when they kid, the kids were in my house, they were they have all the freedom in the world, and the and I imagined that the other parents' house was the same. And since it started to escalate, I said, "I I we started letting her." I my heart was pounded all the time. We started let her go by herself to Toronto. And she was with her friends and they, for example, when they went by a chocolate cake and they start eating in front of the people is doing exercise in a gym, things like that. Or they, they are talking about some stupid things like, like the watermelon with Hitler that it doesn't have anything in one thing to the other. Mm-hmm. But that is the way they, they express themselves. And the social life become a computer. So they, they, that was... Her social life and still is. Um, I can tell you, Angela, that I have a, a lot of help. Yes, that's more, that, that's amazing because most of the people that I've
0: spoken to, almost all of them, um, would they would they probably wouldn't say the same thing that they had so much help. Um, do you think it had anything to do with that the diagnosis was so unusual mm-hmm. and that it was gaining in um, familiarity with? Uh, people through the press and things like that. As time went on, it was I, we had never heard of Aspergers uh, ever until then, until it, until that point. I think that was the first time I ever heard of it. Was was through yourself. So do you think that's why you got so many resources, or you were also very very diligent about your advocacy, always, always, always? always. So what do you what do you attribute it to that you got all those all those
1: resources? You know, I I never knew what to use the system. I mm-hmm. never have to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I have a lot of help for community living because they walk me through everything. And they said to me, you can put in place this for her. And we can help you with this. You are not alone. And it was very helpful. That's fantastic. It was incredible. And, and, I, and, and now uh, when she went to high school, I have a lot, a lot of help to and it helped me that one of my friends, uh, it was the person who has to do with all and the, and these IPs and all the diagnosis. When she was, she was in the Catholic school and she was on the health board and, and she, she always told me, give me direction, everything that she, that I have to do was, was great help. So she was like your own coach. yes. And and yes, and my doctor always tell me, you have to go and talk about Asperger's because nobody knows about this. I need you to go to the schools. And and, and I did a lot, a lot that I become reading Asperger's mm-hmm. and I educate myself. and
0: Oh, God, I re- I remember so well all of the reading that you would do. You always had a new book with you. You were always constantly doing it. You were always having meetings with people over making sure that they Either were educated about Asperger's, but it was usually towards the end of helping your daughter. Um, that was years you did that, years and years. How many years do you think you did that?
1: I have a blend of five years uh-huh. that I don't really remember even what I did. That's trauma, but yeah, but I did um, I did um, start with the Autism Society. Uh, we have group therapies and everything, and I meet people with. A lot of boys here in Oakville with Asperger's, and we started this community. And another mother created the Asperger's Society in Toronto, and we were always in contact. We were members. We talked with other people. We share books. We share all the information. If I have a, a new resource that become available, I tell them. And she she did good there, and she learned to do chores that she never wanted to do. Um, but only do it there Um become obsessive about uh, cleaning her hands. Many things that I, I think that parents have to know is first keep together, encourage each other, be on the same page and support each other, create the resources, talk with other parents. That is the best thing. I did that at the Nielsen Youth Center. We have a Family therapy, I made great people there with worse problems than my kid and and we support each other and you you learn that everybody judges you, but when you are there in that group, nobody judges you. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the same place. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot of things I learn a lot of things with the police. For a starting they like learn how to breathe because that is one of the, the minimal things in order to don't blow up. Um, they they teach us, we, we have family therapy and principals from the school here in Oakville about the, the suicidal in children that age, and it was lots of them. I, I cannot say the schools or anything, but even... Uh, The parents explain that when the two parents are like working and the kids are alone at home with their teenagers, and you give them money, they they choose to go or do drugs or they don't find anything really what to do, and they are become the end of suicide Mm -hmm. because they they don't know what is happening to them. And, and they are alone and they think that they have money and they numb all these things with drugs. So that brings them to really hit drug bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the principal of one school specifics was saying that the more money the people have, the more problems the, the kids mm-hmm. have. How does it look today? How is she doing today? I cannot tell you very much about today because since the divorce was final, she doesn't talk to me. I'm sorry. Says it's going to be two years and a half. Okay. And Why do you think that is? After, because after, you've gone
0: through, you went through so much in trying to help. What do you think, why do you think that is? What's in her, okay. what's in her head, do you okay. think?
1: And according to what I was reading, it's a book that said the, better ha- the the other better half of the side of Asperger's. Uh, usually everybody fin- fin- finishes with divorce. Um, and he, he, he had Asperger's too, or he has Asperger's too. The writer of the book? He, 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 yeah, and the thing is, that the kids they hate the the same sex that it is is what they they talk about this it, as and as in Tony Award and, and they talk about all these things. You so see? that's common in Asperger's, that the same yeah. sex parent is uh, is it, it, like the enemy. Wow. I didn't realize that that was a thing specifically for Asperger's. Yes. So I I think she she was like logic to him. And that is the reason he wanted to be with him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Because he was very rocky at the end. uh, And Mm -hmm. and I have basically to live. And I didn't live before because he said if if I live before, he leave me with nothing. So, you, you have to, to pick your battles with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, the, the, the thing that made me feel good about is she went through university that I never thought that she passed the first year. I remember we were talking about.
0: Yes. Um, it's sho- shock, shocking and fantastic. Shocking.
1: And, and so, she started, basically, she wanted to try to be a journalist. And she majored in English and Finnish. And there is the Finnish, is the other language she learned because I connect her with a pen pal through the, li- when I used to work at the library. And all these friends are all from Finland, from Sweden, and everything around there. And that uh, culture really like, she really liked that culture. And when she was about in the second year of university, the University of Toronto sent her in a job placement in in Finland. And she was speaking fluent Finnish. I remember that she has a friend that his father worked at the United Nations. And one new year in New York she spent it with him there in the United Nations. And and I remember she called me and said, everybody's speaking Finnish here, and I don't understand much." That was she was about seventeen, and and now but she's fluent. That mm. she can that she can hold a job in in Finland. So she's in Finland. No, she was she she, she was for a couple of years. In the last year that she was, I don't know, if it was last year or the year before, maybe the year before. She has an outburst there and walk away. And she decided to with no money tour Europe. So I I think she can defend herself. And she got through it. Yeah. I, I don't know how long this is it basically gave me all these little pieces of information mm-hmm. because I, I have no and she I cannot even put a test. I said happy birthday and she said don't contact me. I don't want it to hear from you. I'm sorry. Like, That's, it's it's, so it's, it's, it's hurtful though when you're. It is, it is, but, but I deal with that already. Yes. You have to do it because you cannot be in that place. Yes. For me, through all the years, I hear an ambulance and I think, oh, what they did now. Because I always expect both of them are finished like that, like.
0: His uh, oh, yes. His, well, his, te- if, you, if, if you don't mind, yeah, his, his brother took his own life, right? This yes. is, this is uh, Maria's ex-husband, who would be her daughter's father, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that was her, yeah, the brother. He bipolar. Okay. And yeah, and he, yeah. So it's, it's interesting how, um, imagine having a family that has one son that's bipolar and the other one with Asperger's. That must have
1: been a real challenge. Hmm. I I don't know. I don't know the history, and mm-hmm. they didn't know before. But now that I look at everything and how he, his mother acted and everything, that maybe she has a little bit of that too. Yes, yeah. Um, I I don't think so. They in the beginning they think that they need a the psychology help, or no, psychiatry help. They, they, they beyond them at the time that wasn't yes. something that was done. Yes. Yeah, so, he tried many times until he succeeded. Oh, he many times, many times.
0: He was he was uh, super motivated,
1: and 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 invited. That's that's
0: so sad because I remember when that happened. I mm-hmm. I think it was at the beginning of when I knew you. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yes, I was like very sad.
0: Nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow. Okay, so I knew you a little bit before then, but not oh, well. Yeah. But not well.
1: Not as well as I do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, we went through so many things yes. man, and in, in many ways you helped me to find all those resources
0: that's very very kind Maria but I think you were a bit of a pit bull in making sure that you got the resources that your daughter needed and, and well done and I have guidance too Yes, well, a, little, a little bit at different times but I think we were both um, very fortunate to have each other because at different times we would get together and that's all we do is end up talking talk about, about that. <laughs> we talk about that and we talk about the struggles of our marriages and talk about what it what it all kind of meant, and you know what we were able to accomplish for our children that week, or or not, what struggles we were having. It was mm-hmm. it was um, to a certain extent we kind of walked part of this together. So um, yes. so I thank you for that because sometimes it's important just to have an ear because I didn't talk to anybody. It, it,
1: it, that was one thing I have to do. If I didn't take it out of my system, mm-hmm. I, and I went for therapy, and and I even found a lady. That it was like it was like a healer. And she made me write everything that I was feeling. I come to see this person because her husband died and and I went and bring all these things to her and she finished healing me. And she fit healing herself, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. She made me write everything and do mandalas and all these things. What's mandalas? Mandalas is, is something that the Indians make, you know, it's a lot of colors and in the therapy of coloring books for adults, is they start with the mandalas. Uh-huh. You can see it's very intrinsic in things, and you do different colors. And they do it very easy, and it's a way of meditating. Okay. And it's the only thing, the only way I can control pain. Yes. You know, I cannot take painkillers. Mm-hmm. So, I meditate, and, and that is a great thing. If you, you concentrate in something that is very easy for your mind, and that's pain management for you. Yeah, yeah. M- Maria unfortunately has gone through
0: a bunch of a uh, couple back surgeries, very serious ones. Uh, so she's got some steel rods in her back, and and uh, she's always always been one of the hardest workers I have ever encountered in my life. Um, I remember very well it seemed to me that you had the strength of like 10 people all the time so you're um, so that's pain management for you is the meditation do you find that it helps with psychological pain too meditation yes. okay talk yes. just just to give me a, just a little bit about that before oh, we
1: okay. before we close if you meditate you are thinking about only yourself you are, you're inside and you when you when you try to heal yourself you have to find peace in within because you are not going to find it from anybody. You you go and talk with somebody about your pain. Really, nobody care. People have other problems that they wanted to talk about. So nobody's going to listen. And if nobody's going to listen, you have to manage that. And for me, it was meditating. I sometimes I put in my ear plugs and and I put like Tibetan um, bells and only with What kind of bells? The the type. Oh, the
0: Tibetan. (laughs) Tibetan, yes.
1: Um, So, only that sound, it's not even music, it's like that sound, that brings you to a meditation. Oh, that's very cool. And it's very peaceful. Uh Uh-huh. You can fall asleep, and it's a great thing, and you have a very good sleep too. Okay. And I, I, people come to me, and they really like the way I am, that I act, and 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 people seem that well I, you're I, I the one you're just
0: Yeah, no, she's one of the warmest human beings on the planet and you know yeah. that upon meeting her. When you meet her, you'll never there's never anybody if I say, Have did you meet Maria? They usually they'll either say no, I never met her, uh, because they haven't. But if they ha oh yes, I've met Maria. She is one of the warmest people I've ever, ever encountered in my life. And she is, she just has that has a really wonderful uh very um,
1: warm is the only word I have for it's, way it's, of like being. It's, it's a way of seeing, seeing things positive. hmm Okay. Somebody come to me, how you start your day, how your day is going. And I said, well, it's great because I wake up this morning and that is already a bonus. <laughs> so you seem positive, all these things. And I learned so many things. One time I was reading at your shower some things that you have to tell yourself every day oh
0: yeah I'm, I'm always i've got a lot of i've always had a thing for positive self-talk and uh filling your brain with a lot of um uh, positive uh mantras and things like that. So there was something on my yeah, I used to post stuff periodically on my Tony
1: Robbins, and Tony
0: Robbins <laughs> probably. Yeah, and it would have been on my mirror
1: up there. Uh, yeah. And 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 that and a and a book that I started reading at the library. It's his smallest book. That was before The Secret and all this, thing mm-hmm. was The Game of Life and How to Play It. Okay. Who do you know who that was by? Uh, Florence Scovel. Okay. And in it was written in 1935, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's really based at, at, in, in the Bible. You know, what you ask for, you, you receive. Your mind is like a pair of scissors. You shape it the way you want it. Mm-hmm. So if you want it to be negative, you will be negative. Mm-hmm. But if you want it to be positive, you be positive. Mm-hmm. And, and all these things I find it after all my surgeries and all these things. And I, I start reading the books again. And anything you put in your mind, you can realize. Mm-hmm. So your mind sometimes is so limited that you don't get anything. Mm-hmm. But if you go and put, it's, it's unlimited what you can have for yourself, for your peace of mind, you know? Absolutely. And I think that is what I am accomplishing now, to have peace in myself.
0: Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm I'm with you, Maria. When we have, especially, I think when we have uh, challenging marriages, when we have uh, challenging children, we just when you put those two together, you got a challenging life. And I think um, you have a choice, and you either forge ahead and try and do something good with it, and try and uh, center yourself through it, um, and make sure that you come out the other side in a better state than the way that you were found in it with with these challenges. Um, or you get you get eaten up by them. We both refuse to uh, come down there for that. You've had a lot more to deal with in different ways than I have. Um, so I, I want to thank you so much from the parents um, perspective. I think that this has been a wonderful interview for uh, a lot of parents that have any child in that spectrum um, because they are really I you know I've got a lot of people that say, wow, you know you've been through a lot. I've got nothing on what you guys have been through. It is a completely different walk and it is a whole other kettle of fish that I I empathize with and I try to understand, but I could never truly understand. So I just want to I you know, we threw each other as much support as we could at the time and 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 positive uh positive affirmations as many as we could at one another and encourage one another and that was wonderful. So I just wanna thank you so much, Maria, for coming today. Thank you. I'm to you. <laughs> no, that's a, a, such a pleasure. It's such a wonderful thing. I always tell my contributors what great gladiators they are, really, because these are very personal stories. And it is um, courageous to come forward and, and share them in, in such a uh, very authentic way. So thank you very much. Parents on the other side, thank you so much for joining us. Stay amazing. And we'll uh, be back talking to you soon. Thanks for listening to different from the other kids made possible with the support of Burlington fitness and racquet club. Why go to a gym when you can be part of a club? You can find them online at www.burlingtonfitness.ca. Music and editing is a product of among the crowd productions. You can hear more at www.amongthecrowd.ca. We'll see you next week. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor, and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on different from the other kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate health care provider.